You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. The only movie brave enough to hinge their dramatic conclusion on the star power that is Menudo. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Tape Heads. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It is here on this podcast that we talk about movies from the 1980s. Today's movie from 1988. Um, I am one half of the podcasting team. I am Jamie Lorello, the other half, DP McCambridge, as always, here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, DP, do you have a favorite uh, swanky soul band that you like to... When you say swanky soul, do you mean like what do you mean by swanky? I guess upper crust, uppity, kind of like no. you know, pinkies out while you're drinking your tea. No, swanky? that's not swanky. Oh, no, okay. I All mean right. swanky. I think of swanky as in like snobs versus slobs. Like uh, I see. Uh, I don't have a favorite <laughs> swanky blues band or whatever you ask me. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I do have some things to say though. <laughs> please, please get them out. We might, if they're still listening, we may have a few new listeners. Hey. Because over the past few weeks, some crazy stuff has happened. Yeah. First of all, a uh, friend of the podcast. Patron of the podcast, overall good guy. Oh, an overall good guy, like this ranking. <laughs> and, and I think our one and only listener from Japan, Dice K. Oh, yeah. He has a YouTube channel. Go find it. Type in Dice K. Like, other than the pitcher who played in the major leagues for a little while, he'll probably pop up on the list. <laughs> anyway, he did a video where he talked about his favorite movie podcast, and we were part of that. Amazing. And it's so nice. And I'm not going to say completely related to that. Suddenly, inexplicably, we jumped into the top 10 on iTunes <laughs> for three to four days, yeah. depending on who you ask. Yeah, we did make that late. We've fallen out of that, but I think maybe from being up there, we may have gained a few more listeners. Wow. So if you are listening for the first time, thank you for listening. And, and welcome. We hope you sort of stick with us, right? Yeah, yeah. And then. Last week, our podcast was reviewed on another podcast called Who Are These Podcasts? And if you want to listen to somebody drag us through the mud, (laughs) go right ahead and listen to that. Um, He didn't treat us as badly as a lot of other shows. Okay. Um, He actually said that we seemed like fun people to hang around. Oh, He was impressed with our energy. Okay. (laughs) He said that he probably could have talked about Can't Stop the Music for maybe 15 minutes and was <laughs> impressed and very perplexed why we continued on for an hour and a half. That You loved that movie. Let's be clear. Yeah, they, you enjoyed I loved it. it. I laughed all the way through. I had to go back and listen to our episode after I listened to the review Yeah, because they referred to me as a giggle puss. And <laughs> I... 
when I listened back to through, I was like, oh my God, I did. I laughed the entire way through the episode. A giggle pus. That's yes. awesome. They did say that you had a great speaking voice. Oh. Uh, they did really slam your singing, though. It's, it oh, might be worth listening man. to. But they said that you could be on a legit podcast. So I assume you'll be handing your oh. resignation. <laughs> and maybe Mark Marin or somebody needs like a oh. co-host. <laughs> This is yeah. a legit podcast, people. Mm, sure. Yeah. But it was, you know, we're good sports. I knew what I was getting into with this. Sure. You know. Well, that's fun. Um, but we appreciate that. If anybody yeah. else wants to review us, do it, but don't tell us because I don't want to listen to that kind of criticism <laughs> again. No. no, we only want the positive stuff, people, okay? Right. Um, yeah. Oh, and if you are hearing us for the first time, Go on to iTunes. Leave us a rating, a review. Yeah. I just said don't review us, but everybody should review us. <laughs> if it's a positive review. <laughs> anyway, this is this movie is littered with cameos. Like, yeah. To the point where I stopped writing down in my notes because they were just coming fast They're and furious coming at, at times. Yeah. yeah. Did you catch Courtney Love? No, I didn't. I saw that she was on IMDb, and yeah. it was after I watched it, and I was like, I don't know who she was. I, I Do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was the girl spanking the politician in the videos. Oh. Yeah, very small role. Oh, my God. Really? Totally. I thought that was another character that we saw several times. Well, the, the, we we get like a... like. What what's that thing that you walk into? What is that door called that you walk into and it spins around and around? What is that Just called? A revolving door. Okay, <laughs> you want to get I mean, specific? A, yeah. <laughs> I think the name is what it does. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, sometimes we we are introduced to characters. Wait, do they have a different one. name? I, <laughs> I think it's just called a revolving door. I don't know. I want them to have a more like magical okay, name, right. like. Like, you know, an escalator is an escalator. I want it to sure, be like Sure, it's a... not moving stairs. <laughs> right. I want revolving door to be like the turn cube. Well, you could walk up the steps. You could just take the moving stairs up. <laughs> I kind of love that. I might just refer to it <laughs> as moving stairs from now on. Maybe anyway. that's what they are. Anyway, wait, there's... There, oh, oh, oh. You're not referring to a literal revolving door in this in the mo- movie. N- nay, nay. Okay. Figuratively speaking. Yes. The characters sometimes are introduced okay. in the fashion of, I am dizzy because I am going in the revolving okay. door. That being said, there were a lot of cameos by people who I just didn't know. Like yeah. the swanky modes. I didn't know those guys. Even when I looked up who they were, I was like, I still don't know their music. Kind of bluesy. Kind of, even the Roscoe's chicken guy, he's like a known singer of some kind too. i meant to look that guy up because you did you watch the credits the closing credits yes yes oh where God. he sang through yeah i left it on in the background and i was like what this is still this keeps going I do, I do have to say that if you want me to watch credits if you want me to watch the credits of your movie you need to do something like this yeah because ninety nine percent of the movies we watch once the credits start rolling i just turn it off you're done but when he started singing about events that happened after the movie, mm-hmm, yeah. I was like, oh, he's singing that they're in jail. That's unique and bizarre. And why yeah. is he doing this? And then it just turns into another commercial for the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. For the chicken and waffles. All right. <laughs> Guys, that was Tapeheads. It's from 1988. <laughs> 
He said you had not much to say on it. All right. Well, okay, so this is directed by Bill Fishman, who is a prolific music video director. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so great in the feature film department. Well, but you would think that with this feature film being what it was based on, is making video music videos, he would have had a little more, you know. Yeah, insights. I wondered. Yeah, I wondered how much of this because he co-wrote it. So I wondered how much of this is. I don't want to say based on his life, mm. but but maybe some of it is. I guess some autobiographical I, I, details. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how much of this is though. Well, it could be because we get these are obviously not real home movies, but we do get some home movies in the beginning, right? I mean, <laughs> not real as in they're not his. From I mean, maybe they are. But, Maybe that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that this is home movies of Tim Robbins and John Cusack, but oh. maybe they are. I, I don't. I, these I don't. could just be random children. I have no idea. <laughs> and for the longest time, I thought these guys were brothers. And I know that I shouldn't have, but until we meet John Cusack's dad. Oh, who I love. We needed more of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember that we had a poster of Lyle Alzado in our attic? We of did? our house in college. I yes. didn't remember that. That's amazing. Yes. That was one of the posters that you had gotten from your job? Yes. Yeah. And by gotten from my job, you mean I found a box <laughs> of them in a dumpster where I work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like a gift. Sorry, this week we can't pay you in money, but here's a box of posters. Yeah, but posters it, was a, of... it was a gift to our college house decor. That's it was sure. a gift. When you when you find a box of posters and half of them are the same shot of Debbie Gibson, <laughs> that is a gift. <laughs> they were amazing. Well, this is really Can you tell I don't want to talk audience. about this yeah. movie? <laughs> oh, something really exciting happens right in the right in the opening of this movie oh. is our good friend Connie Stevens is back. Oh, Connie's back. She looks exactly the same as she did in, the, like, I felt like she came from Back to the Beach, and now here she was. This is her other son. I mean, it was a year before. <laughs> it was a year before Back to the Beach. How many years after, what was the other movie that she was in that we did? Because I looked through, and we have now closed out Connie Stevens' 80s filmography. Oh, we did. That's good. Oh, my God. Well, oh, Grease 2. Remember, two. she was the teacher yeah, in Grease 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're done. We're not going to see Connie Stevens anymore in this podcast, although our patrons may, because she was in a ton of TV movies. Oh, in yeah. 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 But as far as her feature films, this is it. That's a wrap on Connie Stevens. Their dad, I think their dad is played by Clue Gulliger. Um and he's so angry after these. Oh, after, he hates after we his watch son. These family videos. He is so pissed. Yeah, he... Like my child is a loser. Yeah. What did you do with this talent? I guess the talent of when he used to make videos in junior high. I guess that's what they. So this is a little bond they've had in the home videos. We realize these two have been like, like you said, you think they're brothers because they're buddies since right. birth, like since babies. And the home videos kind of give us a little insight into their bromance. And this movie felt like it was written for a couple of like 17, maybe 18 year olds. Mm -hmm. And that's what mm -hmm. this was going to be. Mm -hmm. This doesn't play well for a couple of guys in their mid 20s. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. They act like children. They act like babies around their parents. Like <laughs> Later on in the movie, when Connie Stevens and the dad is yelling at him, he's like, come on, guys. Dad, mom, leave me alone. And I'm like, 
All right, you're Tim Robbins. You're probably pushing 30 at this time. This is a weird performance. <laughs> what was weird, what was the craziest thing in this whole movie to me? What stood out the most and made me go, what kind of choice? That mustache on John Cusack's face. When I assume John Cusack went into makeup and was like, give me the John Waters because that's what I'm going to do here. <laughs> I Slick think back pen- my hair. Yeah. Give me that pencil mustache. I was guessing it was because he's supposed to be kind of the business of businessman of the it two. doesn't help the character. Like he just looks like a slime, slime ball. ball yeah. And then Tim Robbins has these, these huge goofy glasses that he wears, I guess, cause he's the creative. So he's the creative. And then, um, we have our slimy mustache. It's, I enjoy John. I enjoy both these actors, Sure, but I enjoy oh, John too. Cusack. And that mustache was almost, almost offensive, but at sometimes, <laughs> It, it never made worked. me laugh. No, it never. No. And I was always waiting for him to like peel it away. Like, <laughs> but he didn't or go full like Selleck yeah. No, but... I really was waiting for a scene where he just turns around. And he has half the mustache <laughs> and just a pencil in his hand. And he's just getting ready for the day. That would have been great. Yeah. That been yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And Belinda walks in on him. Yeah. 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 And Tim Robbins looks like he just you know, walked off the set of Howard the Duck because he looks like <laughs> that crazy scientist, like his hair yeah. isn't put together and he mm. looks all schlubby. The dynamic, like these characters didn't work for me. I thought at times their relationship was endearing, but also didn't make any sense. Like they have a, they have choreographed dance numbers all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, they do. They have a, what I thought was a secret handshake. It started out like a secret <laughs> handshake. It was nay. They have a whole, they do it on a rooftop later. This whole day. They dance till dawn on that rooftop. <laughs> it starts at night and fades out, fades back in. They're still dancing. The sun's coming up. And I will say it looks like these two had a blast together. I didn't mind them so much together. There was just a lot of times I was I was glad you were walking me through this because I was like, wait, why? Like the whole subplot with the politician and the the secret service or the yeah. bodyguards, whoever they were, that was confusing to me. And then the reporter lady, I'm not sure where she came from and. I was getting the females confused in yes, this movie because yes. for a very long time, I thought the woman who slipped them the tape and the woman who was getting them the jobs were different people. It's the same I one, th- right? Yes, it's okay. the same woman. But it is confusing. Could have yeah. swore it was a different person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is one of those movies where I don't think you needed a plot. Like, I could have just watched them make music videos and make chicken commercials and get, like, fleeced by that scuzzy, you know, music producer. Oh, you know who he is, right? The guy who used to host Soul Train? Soul Train, yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) Of course you would know that, Giggle Plus. A huge Soul Train fan here. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen an episode. I've seen enough clips where I was like, oh, yeah, that's where he's from. That's who that is, yeah. But I really think once the actual quote-unquote plot happened, I was 
I, I was kind of disinterested in that. And I, I was like, you don't need this. Yeah. First of all, it comes like 48 minutes into a movie that's an hour and a half long. Right, right. Yeah, it's a quick movie, that's for sure. Because we're just dicking around through most of this movie. Like, we're just messing around and there's just little vignettes here and there that don't really thread together. It feels like a sketch comedy. Oh, yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, it feels like an episode of Saturday Night Live where they tried to make a plot or a connective thread between right. all of the things mm -hmm. where some work really well, some don't. Sure. As you get later on into the, into the night, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> by the end, you're like, I don't know how much can I make it till one or like, <laughs> you know, so yeah, it really did feel like that to me. So these two are security guards. Yes. They're late for work. Yep. And we soon find out that they are just total pranksters. Oh yeah. And total lazy dudes. And partiers. It's Tim Robbins birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Dad calls him a loser on his birthday. <laughs> That's um, the meanest. So they go, and then he gets beat up at the end of this movie. And I felt bad for him. I was like, I know we're supposed to be cheering that security guards are kicking his father right now. But <laughs> I still feel kind of bad. He was dragged out of his car. They get to work and mm -hmm. they rig up this main control booth. Yeah. There's security guards at where, I don't know. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. It looked no. like a high school. No, but um, then they have, they're security guards, but they have American flag patches on their shoulder. Like it looks like it's yeah, a. I don't. It's, yeah, it looks like they right. got them, they got their hands on a couple of police uniforms, and we're like, "Well, we—they're we'll not police. Let's yeah. just remove what we can, but yeah. let's leave these American flag patches. That's cool." Yeah. So they do the thing that you see in heist movies all the time, where they feed in old footage yeah. of the place where nothing's happening, and then John Cusack opens the door, and it's just a raging party a Crazy flood party. of people mm -hmm. there's immediately every inch of this place is graffitied oh yeah they're, yeah they're sort of spraying the walls and mm -hmm. they're putting holes in the wall yeah, like people are yeah. literally smashing the walls of this yeah and it's chaos yes and the their boss who then goes to take a dump i guess with his knee brace on he's wearing a knee brace and did you too, notice huh? i think at the end of the movie he's like the limo driver is he I think he is. I didn't know, but I, I wouldn't Where be Where you think Menudo's going to show up, and it's oh not. Oh, my God. I love how. What about when they talk to Menudo in Spanish? Oh, I love how they just, I guess, couldn't get Menudo for no, this No, no, because Menudo has never seen. They're spoken of, but that never. That was too mm -hmm. big a get for this mm -hmm. movie, is the boy band, in case people don't know, Menudo. And they asked for their green card. Like they asked <laughs> for their papers. <laughs> Kind of offensive and really strange. I love how they're talking to Menudo. You don't hear them respond. No. You don't see Menudo. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You only get, I guess, some shots from Menudo's point of view of them outside. And then they're outside and just a darkened interior yeah. of a limo. Yeah. And it's odd to me that some uh, audience that came to see Menudo... I mean, not not saying that their their band of choice, the Swanky Moes. Oh, we should say that too. They have a band or a group that they love called the Swanky Modes, right? Swanky Modes, yes. And we'll get to what they do with them at the end. But the the concert is a Menudo concert. And it's the Swanky 
modes that open for them. And I don't really listen to a lot of Menudo, but I don't think Menudo sounds like the swanky modes. I don't think they're the same demographic. No, exactly. I think is where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also don't think that if you're there to see Menudo and on the PA system, they're like, you've been waiting for them. Here's the swanky modes that you would stand up and cheer and just lose your mind. Well, once the swanky modes get their swank on, you can't help it, I guess. I don't know. I guess. And I mean, if I wasn't into it at the beginning, yeah. maybe when a couple of guys came out, guns drawn and just started dancing, <laughs> maybe that would sell me on this on this band. <laughs> All right, but that's the end of the movie. We're not even through with the beginning. No. So they're having this party at their workplace. They're having this party. And, you know, I don't think I'm going to come down on the side of enjoying this movie. But there were certain gimmicks in this that I was perplexed by to the point where it was funny. And when when their boss goes to take a dump Mm -hmm. and he's in there eating a Twinkie and reading Soldier of Fortune magazine. Gross. And then you see... A woman, I guess a woman in high heels, walk by, go to the urinal, and hear her peeing. Yeah, yeah. I got a genuine laugh at that. You, you enjoyed that. You enjoyed yes. that. Because then he goes back to talk to them, and he's like, I just saw a woman in the yeah. bathroom. And I was like, no, I mean, you heard her pee, right? In yeah. the urinal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, because I expected him to go back and be like, I don't know what I just witnessed. I don't yeah. know what is going on in that bathroom. But I think he says, like, we have a UFOP on the premises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unidentified female. And that's what in my notes I read. I wrote, I think he means a man. I think that was a man. <laughs> but the heels, man. The heels. Well, I'm surprised that this, like you said, there's spray paint happening. There's walls being broken down. And this security boss only notices mm-hmm. this man woman in the bathroom. Here's no other sound. Doesn't hear the music being pumped throughout, I'm assuming, the entirety of right. this warehouse. Whatever, whatever they're protecting. Right, right. And I was very surprised that they were just fired. Not. Yeah. The police weren't brought in. They weren't arrested Mm-mm. for this. No, they just lost their job. So we needed a reason for them to lose. Yes. Their, their bummer jobs. They do have a conversation about like, oh, yeah, we're just security guys and what's going to become of us kind of thing. And Cusack yeah. says right away, like, well, you've got talent. He tell, I think their names are Ivan and Josh. And Josh is the Tim Robbins character. And Ivan is John Cusack's character. Not, you didn't even take gonna, that in. Nope, did you? It's not going to okay. come up in my notes. <clears throat> I did. Do- Halfway through, I forgot what their assistant's name was. And, and I didn't even look back a page in my notes. I was just like, and then their assistant does this. Their, their assistant, assistant does the, that. The girl. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. And I know she's not even their assistant. She owns the building that they're renting free of charge. I'm so confused. All right. So they're fired. They go. We spend a lot of time in bars in this. They're at a bar watching a music video of women working out. Yes, like an exercise video or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And And they're really upset. And of course, Tim Robbins is like. I could do better than this. And John Cusack's mm-hmm. like, of course you can do better than this. I believe in you. He's so yeah. motivational. Yeah. He, he's always upbeat. He's the positive one. And yeah. Tim Robbins is sort of the stick in the mud. Yeah. Uh, the guy who kind of slouches his way through this movie. Mm-hmm. Cut to Lyle Alzado as John Cusack's dad. Oh, boom. Uh, he's got a name tag, Thor, mm-hmm. on his sh- shirt. But yes. he claims, he, right, he's Conan. 
That's his job at Universal yes. Studios. Right. Right? Yes. And he even says something like, why do you want to work in the business? And he's like, Dad, you work in the business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he loves his job too. He, does. he really makes it a point to be like, I love my job. Yeah. As I wanted Conan. to see more of him. I wanted more. I did I too. We him... see him later in the movie, like interacting with another guy who looks roided out of his mind, but I don't I don't even know what they're doing. There's a lot of those kind of scenes that happen. Yeah. Moments that happen here. I needed like, what's I, happening. Because when this guy shows up, I wanted I was like, oh, is Lyle Alzado playing a gay man in this? And, like, it would be so great if John Cusack was like, well, other dad says this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have really enjoyed this. That would have explained the mustache. And what is this presidential cigarette ad that's on TV? Oh, yeah. So this guy, this politician, who they later get the video for. Yes. He he's got this crazy commercial that, again, is like a, like a, like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Where he is giving out cigarettes to children and children that are like skipping around him in a mm -hmm, circle too, mm -hmm. like singing a song, like it's like a roses are red, the wicker man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird thing, and he feeds them all cigarettes. Uh -huh. Well, he does talk about wanting to get more weapons from Russia or for Russia or something like that. That's part of his nursery rhyme song. Yes, it's. But he's running for president. Norman Mart, I think, is his He's name. a congressman. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if he was running for re-election or is he running for president? I think he's running for president. All right. Mm -hmm. Because we get a Ronald Reagan impersonator voiceover late in this. So I guess this was made before George Bush was running, but Reagan's term was almost up. Whatever. I don't know. It's the 80s. Look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not like this. Like you're not going to find anything out about a guy running on a platform of more cigarettes and nukes, <laughs> cigarettes for all the children. <laughs> this movie jumps around. I, I this movie felt like a lot of scenes were missing. Yeah, there was a lot of. I thought the same yes. thing. Well, I thought because I was watching it on YouTube, I thought maybe there was some gaps here that because it's a YouTube. Bar. Right, because immediately they were security guards, they're in a mm -hmm. bar, they're fired, they're talking to Lyle Alzado, and right. suddenly they just show up at a a big loft. Well, before that, don't they try, aren't they back at his parents' place and they make a video, right, by his parents? But that's yeah. crazy, too. Well, that's when too, his dad cause... yells at him and he acts all spoiled and he's like, where's the camera, where's the tape, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Yes. But again, it happens so quickly. And then... They go to this warehouse that first looks like yeah. the outside of Patty's Pub, you know, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. And then they go inside, and um, <clears throat> that's where there's a woman creating art, I guess, with a shotgun. She right? shoots a terrible-looking painting and then mm -hmm. sets fire to it with a mm -hmm. blowtorch. Anyway, yeah, then they're there, and they're, Cusack is in a business suit now. He's in um, a business suit from here on out. Get yep, ready, folks. Yep, because he decides he's going to be, you know, he, he's going to be the promoter, kind of. He's sure. going to be the the, the business, and th then you've got the creative. But, yeah, then all of a sudden this loft is free to rent. It's not it, – no I, cost. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this space uh, suits our needs. Right. Uh, how much is the rent? Oh, it's free. Okay, we'll take it. Did she place an ad in the paper for a place that she wasn't expecting – 
money for and didn't say it was free in the ad, I question marks. again that is a scene that's missing. Like, yeah. That is the scene <laughs> yeah, that's missing yeah, yeah. of them being like, let's go check this place out. I see it in the paper here. I circled a lot of different places. And then we could have a montage of them showing up at different places, studio right. spaces, more crazy people that they would have to like I don't know. I, I feel like it missed the boat because then they're making themselves at home in this place yeah. and John Cusack is watching a video. Oh, yeah. Is this when he commercial. watches the chicken and waffle? No, this is – well, yeah, in a oh, second. Oh, well, he leads into it, yeah. Yeah, because he's watching a video about how to be a better salesman or a mm. professional. Oh, yeah, he's watching and the motivational – And Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And – when Bobcat Goldthwait does not talk like Bobcat Goldthwait, no, I'm, not I'm at all. Wildly confused. I watch it the whole time, going, "That's him." I know it's that's totally him, him. It's totally but him. I'm not but sure he's very talking right there. Yeah, <laughs> right. And he watches that, and mm-hmm. that's when they then see a terrible waffle ad for the for Roscoe's Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. For Roscoe's Waffles. Roscoe, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. It's a real yeah. place. Yeah, I I have a question for you about your time out in – because California and L.A., like that's a really small space, right? So have you ever been to – I have. You have? have. Okay, Uh great. Uh Did the chicken dance on your plate? (laughs) I mean (laughs) I know you're a vegetarian, so you may have just eaten the waffles. I did just eat the waffles and the collard greens. But um, one can only – You didn't ask for pizza and he like smashed it with a mallet in front of you? (laughs) It was like pizza is just – Gross. I think that was the line in the rap song. <laughs> it was quite the – now, what he watches is supposedly a commercial, like a four-minute long, I guess, commercial. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> a four-minute long commercial and the owner of this establishment in just a chicken suit just standing and talking Probably about one of the most entertaining parts of this movie to me personally. I had a lot of fun watching this, even though I didn't quite understand why it was happening. Um, he's the grandmaster of chicken, which I thought was hilarious. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course, they first watch a terrible ad. Yeah. And they say, we could do better than this. And, of mm-hmm. course, at the end of the ad... The phone number comes up, which is what you want for a restaurant, right? right like right. you need that phone number. Right. And John Cusack immediately calls it and is like, "We'll do a better job." Yeah. Smash cut to production values through the roof for this. Oh. Later, we see that they're just shooting with basically a camcorder. Like yeah, what, yeah. You know, like what my friends had in the late eighties. Yeah, yeah. But this is a professional music video slash advertisement for a chicken and waffle place. And the guy is amazing. Like, this is the greatest part of this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's really and fun. These, these ladies, yeah. these backup singers that he they're has. They're wonderful. Too, yeah. They're dressed, they're almost dressed like they're bees. Like, sh- this should be like a, a bee advertisement because they're oh, yeah. wearing like black and yellow striped yeah, yeah. outfits. I like how they sing about how the waffle's like a pancake with holes in it. With, <laughs> just with squares. <laughs> with squares. It's just a pancake with squares. <laughs> and he has them on the turntables. Yeah. I enjoyed this part of this I, movie. As did I, yeah. Immensely. I was so happy when he came back at the end credits. I was like, oh, if we're going to keep making fun videos like this, yes. guys, I am hooked. This is going to be a goofy, fun ride. But then, like I said, the politician bit comes in, and I'm like, what's happening? Yes. If this movie was 15 minutes and it was just the chicken commercial. <laughs> it was 15 minutes. Them yelling at a dying man when they were doing his will. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. And them doing that first music video of the Swedish band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it. Those were great. I agree. I agree. What about the yeah. psychic lady contacting dogs? What was she all about? Was I don't she know. Another? Okay. I, I okay. don't know. They're filming this seance or whatever. They're yeah. filming behind her, too, which I didn't mm-hmm. understand. Why, Maybe why would you stand behind your subject? Waiting to see the spirits? I don't know. I don't know. And so much of this goes nowhere. And who yeah. wants to have a funeral filmed? Who says, yeah. like, oh, can you go out there and also film people digging yeah. the grave? Yeah. And I know why it had to be in there. But it's it's so weird just to say, oh, just for convenience sake, for the plot, we have to have them film a burial. No, they don't. It's so strange. They don't, though. Oh, during the waffle ad, the guy singing and rapping or whatever walks around this restaurant and he says funny things. He he walks up to certain customers and he's like, you can be ugly or you can stink. But if you've got the cash, like, we don't care. It doesn't matter. Come in here, you gross people. It's a welcoming place, the chicken it and is. waffle Roscoe's. It sure is. Yeah. But as you said, then they're filming a medium. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. No. We also get cutscenes of John Cusack trying to... He's hustling. Yeah, he's yes. hustling for them. Yeah, and this is where yeah. we get a lot of... I think this is where we get Doug E. Fresh. Oh, the guys. yeah, 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 yeah. And this is where we get Ted Nugent. This is uh-huh. where we get Weird Al. Yes. Oh, so much. <laughs> and the whole time, that nasty stash just across yeah. his sweet little face like that. Yes. Yeah. So they finally end up at, um, what's this guy's name? Mo? Mo Fuzz. Yes. Yeah. So they end up at Mo Fuzz's office. Mm-hmm. And he wants to hire them immediately yeah. on spec. He's like, there's something I like about you. Right. And I'm going to hire it on spec, which means they, and turns out they end up doing three spec videos. But he tells them, first one, and you don't get paid, but it's for this band. I think they're a Scandinavian band or something called uh, Cube Square. <laughs> yes. They're going to do a video for their song, Baby Doll. <laughs> Baby Doll sung by Devo. Devo sang this song. I loved it. I thought this was the hilarious. video. Yeah, so they start singing they, this band. Well, this, this Swedish this. band, first of all, I don't know if these guys are in wigs. I know it was the hairstyle at the time. Very high I guess this is net. like an aha type of band. Yeah. Did you see how many synthesizers they had? <laughs> I also like how I paused in the middle of that. Synthesis. As though I wasn't sure whether I was just going to say synth or the whole word. (laughs) They have like eight of them. They have no other instruments. Because they're in the 80s. Yeah. So it's just synth and I guess a drum machine and these three guys. Singing about Baby Doll. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's it's really – they're filming it. And it seems sort of like, I guess, dull to them. They're kind of rolling their eyes at each other. And then they decide to pour first. This seemed pre-planned. Like, there's so much of this. I'm like, does the band know that this was going to happen? Well, the band keeps playing, which is kind of amazing. Are they making this up as they went too? Because they had the cans of paint open and ready to go. Ready to go. They First, they pour paint down on them. And again, they keep singing. And it's like in that um, Nickelodeon show where they would get slimed. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that on television. Yeah. It's like they're getting slimed and the paint's coming over and they keep singing and they... Then John Cusack turns on a fan and starts blowing feathers on them. Yeah, he and opens then a pillow, throws yeah. feathers, glitter just glitter comes down. Yeah, of mm-hmm. glitter. 
And the, again, the band is still playing. Then they do some pyrotechnics, like fireworks and stuff. Finally, they almost set the band on fire. And that's when they're like, the production has to stop. They right? almost set them on fire. They have to put it out without fire hose. Mm-hmm. And Cusack puts it out, I think. Yeah. All of this is the video that they yeah. didn't show Mo Fuzz. I love his reaction to this when he turns around and he goes, am I crying? Yeah. <laughs> go, no. And he goes, I'm surprised I'm not because I was moved. <laughs> As though he is unsure whether tears are streaming down his face. And then immediately after he says that, he goes, but I can't use any of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, too. John Cusack's reaction to this is great because... He goes, well, wait, why can't you use it? And he goes, because it doesn't have tits and ass. And yeah. John Cusack goes, oh, I knew it. <laughs> He's like, TNA, oh, I knew we should have had some of that. And then their next video is just butts and boobs. That's <laughs> all it is. That's all it is. The entire video. Yeah. Right? But then they do the living will, which is very yes. disturbing. Yeah. They oh, are not. After this video, uh, sorry, I, I'm no, just. All the Mofas stuff I thought was great. So then when he was out of the movie, I was really bummed too because after this, he goes, this time I'm going to give you guys three days to shoot on spec. I know. Don't thank me. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of that. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> and they're like, oh. Because they're not making any money from Mofas, they have to make money other ways. Right. And you're right. This is when he... I really think I was enjoying the movie at this time. I'm all of these scenes yeah. that are that are packaged. You're into smiling, this, like, yeah. Twenty minute period. I really loved it. You're I having really a good time with it. Yeah, shooting the the living will. So yeah, they're in a hospital room with a guy, and he starts out alive, but he's sick. Clearly, <laughs> he's um, dying. He's dying. Yeah, yeah. and when. Uh, Robbins goes to give him some redirection, right, as to how to like, <laughs> and he starts kind of choking and they don't realize, I guess right. at first that he's dying mm-hmm. and then he dies. And <laughs> Robbins is still yelling at him. I think, <laughs> right. Cause it's a Cusack. Like, no, he can't. It's the opposite. Cause oh, Robbins oh. like sits down next to him and has given him all these pointers. And it's like, you know what? I, that was pretty good. But this time, you know, just with more emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and, Cusack's like, get it right this time, Hinkle. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, Tim Robbins is like, you can't talk to actors that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they start this and they're like, take 15. <laughs> so that was equally bizarre because it ends up that John Cusack moves his mouth. With his <laughs> they put hand. sunglasses on him like we get at Bernie's. They put sunglasses on him. They do a close-up of his face and they do his, uh, like a, his voice and he's like a Muppet. They move his... And he's like... Yeah, because then John Cusack's like, oh, my name is... And I'm like, I don't think this guy had an accent had no at accent. all. What are you doing? No, no accent. So that's fun. You're like, oh, these guys, they're doing what they can to make a buck. I think at one point there's a discussion that they have where Cusack even tells him, you know, uh, he tells him we have to do the things that you don't want to do so that we could do the things that we do want to do. And this is like, so you see what they're doing. You know, they want to be able to make these music videos, but they're also taping these living wills 
all of a sudden now we're at a a, a mansion and yeah. then there's a video of a man in a tutu. It's yeah. almost like the shining. You know when Shelley Duvall turns around and there she sees like a guy in a bear costume blowing yeah, some other yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. It's almost like that because they open a door and a woman wearing leather, like the leather like the mask. Yeah, yeah. And the whole getup. The little dominatrix outfit. And yeah. then there's an older man in a tutu, like jumping yeah. around, spanking weird. her. Yeah. And then they just close the door and walk into this party. And they meet a woman named Kmart who has very big, large Jessica pads. Jessica Walter. I didn't know that this was her. Yeah, there, there's so many people that you would know and that went on to do other things, better things, bigger things in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, she's Kmart. There's Calypso music. Not for the last time in this movie either. Oh, yeah, they do a limbo. Uh, They're having a big old party here. They run into a woman. Yeah, yeah. With big curly hair. Mm-hmm. And immediately, John Cusack runs into her, and I guess the force of him running into her pops <laughs> her, her contact, contact out of her <laughs> eye. And uh-huh. his line is, don't move. It must be stuck to your body. Yeah, yeah. And he starts and, kind of feeling her up. Yeah. Yes. And she even looks down, and he's like, you know what? I better just make one more pass. And she goes, it's on your hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, good eye. Yeah, good eye. <laughs> So then, for I think the first time in this movie, suddenly Tim Robbins and John Cusack are not in the scene because now we have to lay down the plot. So this woman who was dressed up in leather, I guess, and the guy in the tutu was the smoking president. Yeah. Yeah, the candidate guy. We are introduced to... The scandal. The woman with the contact is some kind of reporter. Oh. And so she's... Knows maybe that this is happening or this tape is available. Anyway... The reporter is trying to blackmail him yes. with this tape. Somehow she has the tape. It's a red tape, and she gets her hands on it somehow. Mm-hmm. And then she tucks it into Robin's bag without yes. him knowing. Yes. And what I thought were just like, later they do dances to the security guards or the secret service. I would like more of them in this movie. Yeah, same here. Same here. They were really Anytime fun. Anytime they yeah. were on, I was into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I love how he's dressing down his security guards at this point. He's like, I can't believe you let that tape escape. Yeah. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. At one point, he brings them in. I guess they were sleeping because they walk in in pajamas and the one guy has a teddy bear. <laughs> it's so random. It is so strange. <laughs> and this is when immediately we cut to asses and boobs. Yeah, and a gorilla. Again, <laughs> gorillas are in this video, too. But again, Mo Fuzz is like, this is great. You can do one more. You can close out that trilogy. Yep, yep. Your spec trilogy. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're like hitting it big at this point because the woman who gave them the tape, I guess she is, she hires them to shoot a music video, like a legit music video. Right, With this like death metal band or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess she did this so that she could get closer to them and then get the tape. Right? That's what we're supposed to I, I believe. Guess, I guess. And while all of this is happening, or, or right before this happens, Belinda, is that the, yeah. is that the name of the who woman they who share owns the this loft? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's all about Tim Robbins, is yeah. hitting on Tim Robbins, and of mm-hmm. course, he's like, you're just like one of the guys. And her response yeah. is, but I'm not a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
sad sack. Blah, and then blah, later, blah, Robbins, sad. right after her conversation with him, Robbins and Cusack are on the rooftop dancing. They're just you. dancing. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Again, and I don't want to say I was so wrapped up in like gay undertones in this movie, but I at one point was thinking about Lyle Alcedo and this other guy. <laughs> but this is when I was like, oh. Maybe Tim Robbins isn't into women. Maybe he is in oh, love right. Maybe with his best yeah. friend. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be a neat twist? But it would not be a twist in a movie from 1988. Not an 88 no, no, movie, no. no. Yeah. No. Would have been great, but no. Yes. And probably very accurate, but no. Um, so they, they show up to shoot this music video. This was another part that I was so confused with. Oh, this, yeah. Why, oh, why is John Cusack decked out in Miller beer everything? <laughs> Because he's like, product it's product placement, placement man. Yeah. And I'm like, did they pay you already? Because <laughs> this isn't how it works. No. You don't yeah. say like, I was on set and I was dressed in all your stuff. <laughs> so how much money are you going yeah. to no, give No, I us? guess they were part of the band's placement. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do like it when they show the video and there's just that Miller neon sign in the corner. Like yeah. where the MTV logo would yeah, be. yeah. This is their biggest video yet. Um, there's a crane involved, and Cusack has to operate said crane, which yes. doesn't go well. Robbins looks completely unenthused the entire time he's shooting this video until Cusack, who doesn't know how to work the crane, uh-huh. pushes him. He's getting closer and closer and closer to the band that's playing. Like you said, there's some kind of death metal. There's skulls on fire behind them, and women are diving into the skulls or yeah we're, so we're, weird we had them walking on the top <laughs> yeah. and one falls down i went okay that was kind of funny until but i then realized they all, oh yeah. that's what they're doing mm-hmm. that's what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do mm-hmm. oh my god yeah he drives this crane into the set and kind of destroys the music video like right it, it's over it's done right they can't but what about so the ladies in the music video all must think that cusack is the greatest right <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess because he's the, like, business guy. And they run up to him and they're like, sign my butt. Teach me how to read. Teach me to read. <laughs> I had to rewind it because I didn't think I heard that correctly. Yeah, she did. I did. She did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this band, only because it comes up later, this band is called the Blender Children. Oh, the Blender Children. Oh, yes. yeah, they do say it later. Yeah. So we also get Connie Stevens comes over from Back to the Beach and Fishbone comes over from Back to the Beach because they're playing in the next bar scene that we Mm -hmm. have. Yeah, we're back at the bar. Where they're drowning their sorrows from, I guess, being fired from this gig. But now they see their band there that they like, the... The swanky modes. And now this is interesting. They see the swanky modes. What is this about? Then the bartender comes over to them and they order another drink. And the bartender's like, we're brothers against drunk driving. It's so And weird. has them do the sign language, like the alphabet in sign language or something with their eyes closed. Eyes closed. No, it's so complicated. <laughs> and I know that that's the joke. And I just yeah. wonder how, how many takes did this take to get? Because it is alphabet backwards skipping the vowels with your <laughs> eyes closed and signs for all of the letters and they do it though they, they do, do it, it impeccably and seem bored by it like yes. oh this again this again yes <laughs> but in the meantime while their eyes are closed their swanky mo's slip out and on the tv at this point they see that the blender children oh yeah they were killed 
they were killed by a falling satellite. <laughs> and I love the guy. Oh, that the they interview. interview? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, whoa, it's so crazy that they're dead. Man, I can't believe it. I wonder what they're going to do in their next concert. And, and the guy, woman's like, you realize they're dead. Uh, played for laughs. Kind of funny, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I oh. oh, now what's oh. this karate fight that happens? <laughs> suddenly we're in a different movie for a couple minutes. Yeah, suddenly we're in like a, a Kill Bill or something. I don't it, know what happens. Right? Yeah, it reminded me of in Wayne's World 2 at one point. It just turns oh, yeah. into a kung fu movie. It's, it's pretty bad. But you should know it's bad because it's Wayne's World. Too. Yeah, Belinda, the woman who owns the loft that their mm-hmm. that their studio is in, she uh-huh. now sleeps there too. She sleeps like on a giant bunk bed. She has oh, to take yeah. several, like a lot of stairs, to get to this bunk that she sleeps in. Uh-huh. The other woman, who's the other woman? The who's reporter. The, yeah, the reporter. Do do we know her name? I don't. I just let's just her call her reporter. Samantha. So Samantha is her name. I think. Oh, is actually. it really? Yeah, okay. good job. So she shows up. Uh-huh. They sort of have an argument and samantha pulls nunchucks out yes of what yes. maybe her purse i'm not sure and belinda's wearing like red onesies did you notice yes. the shirt? yes it's like little boy pajamas yes, yes. <laughs> but then she has two like the knives she like has the two, two knives. butterfly knives yeah it, it, it is so strange yeah and they it comes weird. out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then the guys show up drunk and all the problems are solved. Like, they're not arguing anymore. No. It, it, no. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. No. They then see that the video that they shot, the last that's the last video that this band oh, did. So of the that Blender is, Children. Yeah, so that yeah. is in high demand. And they're going to yeah. play it on RVTV, which I know this is supposed to be like an MTV parody movie. Yeah, but yeah. But it didn't even work that well. So I guess Tim Robbins is too drunk to edit the video. Oh, right. So John Cusack says he'll do it, and clearly he does not know how to do it, but just says, oh, don't worry, I'll handle this and everything. Mm-hmm. So they show up to have this thing, or no, wait, they're like at a watch party. Oh, yeah. For yeah. this thing to be shown, because there's people in the background watching this as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, I guess they shot a video of a funeral, <clears throat> and what John Cusack did was just put this band's song <laughs> over that footage (laughs) and of course everyone loves it everyone is raving about like i even think they call it like avant-garde filmmaking and stuff yes yes and now this shoots them right into like they're huge yeah yeah mtv or the the pseudo mtv awards or some kind video awards um they're winning them left and right these awards right they right and samantha um, samantha tries to use john cusack to again get closer to them yes Um, yes i assume she sees that tim robbins isn't interested in women so she goes for john cusack right and there were some kind of funny things and some kind of super stupid things about when they're eating dinner oh yeah yeah, like most of what happens like when he drinks the candle wax i don't remember you don't remember this they're having dinner and at one, you know, and he's acting all cool. The one funny thing that happened is she playfully like taps his cheek, and he just winds up and slaps her, <laughs> almost to the point where she falls out of the chair, <laughs> and then just gets back up and is like, ha, 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 "That's great." And then at one point, he just 
He just grabs the candle and drinks the <laughs> candle wax. Then they have sex outside in the woods yeah, it's with weird. flashlights. It's weird. Yeah. And there's like straw on the ground. So I thought they were in a barn. At barn. First. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, how? where are they now? But there's and a bunch again. of trees. There's moonlight. It's... It's not great. No. And who's this bald guy that's suddenly screaming at them in the next scene, yelling about Menudo? Oh, yeah. That's when they're in the... Are they in the limo then? When they're getting yelled at about Menudo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're sitting yeah. in the limo with mm-hmm. her, and this mm-hmm. guy is freaking out. Yeah, yeah. About Menudo. And again, where did Menudo come from? Like, again, they were famous all of a sudden after this one... Like a would have liked to see more of these shenanigans videos. It's just, this is where I was just going, what's happening? What's happening? Pretty much from here until the last 15 minutes of this movie is just a concert. But yeah, yeah, pretty much from now until then, it's just things. It's just yeah, things happening that don't seem related mm-hmm. and seem just repetitive. Like, how many times do we have to watch those hitmen like, show up at their place. Oh, yeah. They come around three different times within the the span of like 10 minutes. I like it when they come and then when Belinda goes outside, it's like, what are you guys doing? And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. Did we hurt you? I'm so sorry. (laughs) They're (laughs) shooting. And anytime somebody walks out, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, ho. And they just let the swanky modes take the money and leave. Yeah. And the swanky modes start booking it, too. They're like, see ya. There's more limboing at this. Oh, this is later when they have a party, I guess. Yeah, well, now they're they're talking to... They finally do meet the Swanky Modes at this bar. Oh, and right. Some right. of the conversation with the Swanky Modes is funny because they're like... They want to make a music video for them, so they'll come back and they'll be great. And the one guy, I like how he goes, TV? Who would want to see us? He's ugly. <laughs> they are funny together, yeah. Yeah. And this is... In my notes, one of the Swanky Modes goes, why are you guys doing this? And I wrote, that's a great question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because I just don't understand. I know they're big fans of this band, and I guess that's it. But then we just had a scene where they're talking about Menudo, and it's all just to set up the climax of this movie. Yeah. And I just don't, like, if this director is calling in favors from everybody, I think one of the, I think I read that one of the um, hitmen who dances around is, mm-hmm. like, the lead singer of the Dead Kennedys or something like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You had Weird Al, at least for a day. Like, yeah. couldn't it just be a Weird Al concert or something? Like, then we could see him. In the limo. That might be funny when they're talking to him and they're making up a reason why Weird Al can't get in there. Yeah. Like yeah, they like misuse. You couldn't get yeah. one kid from Menudo? No. No. Wasn't wasn't that what... Uh, Ricky who Martin? Who was in Menudo? Yeah, Ricky Martin, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you couldn't get a 12-year-old Ricky Martin at this time? I think you could. You didn't mm-hmm. try hard enough. And then you weren't organized with the cast that you had. Right. So. Oh, I also saw that... <laughs> Maybe the manager of Menudo saw the writing on the wall or read this script and was like, uh-uh, we're not doing no, this. No, no. These this, kids are hot. Yeah. I saw this movie cost $10 million to yeah, make. Yeah, did you see how much it, it made? It only made like $300,000. Yeah. And where is that $10 million in this movie? Like, I assume most of it was spent on the chicken commercial. I guess. Right? I don't know where the money went. <laughs> like, I don't know. His question mark. $10 million and $88. I don't know what that is now. Yeah, I, I know. When I saw that too, I was like, wait. I literally wrote it down because I was like, how many zeros? Well, yeah. That's a lot of zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who are they paying? Because outside of them, like, who are they paying? <laughs> What's for? And for, I don't know. And for this, yeah. I guess is what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. this. Yeah. So There's the party that happens at their law. Before the party happens at the loft, 
these two security or two of the secret guys service? from yeah, like the Secret Service. Sorry, I keep calling them Hitman and Security. It's kind of yeah. These two Secret Service guys break into their loft. Yeah, and there is a security system that oh, yeah. Tim Robbins has set up where a video of a police officer is projected onto yeah. the wall, yeah. and these guys are duped. They're, they're firing wildly uh-huh. at this thing. Another one turns on. They're shooting at that. And mm-hmm. I love how there's this security system, clearly they hear gunshots being fired. Right. And they just walk in like, let's turn on the lights and go in here yeah. and see what's going on. Uh-huh. There's a lot of confusion, though, because they're talking about the hitmen. Sorry. The Secret Service are talking about getting this tape and paying the guys for this tape. When John Cusack and Tim Robbins think that they're saying that they're going to pay them to make mm-hmm. a video for oh, their right, right, band, right. which is then way more confusing when they come in and you hear music. And I'm like, yeah, what song is this? Who's singing this? Well, then the two guys, when don't they start? They know all the words. Cusack makes them do their dance, is like rehearsing their moves they with them. Do, they, uh-huh. they do a dance. Uh-huh. They lip sync all the they way through this. They seem pleased as punch to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Again, this is when I needed one other little scene of President Cigarettes being like, all right, here's a song. Yeah, Let's rehearse this. Yeah. So you can take this music in. You can make it seem like... But when they show up, they don't even seem to know that they're supposed to be in a music video. It is, it's so bizarre and so disjointed. Yeah, yeah. And while they're doing this, other security, I can't even think of it now. I can't even think of it. Secret service? Secret service. Hitmen? Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. These guys find the red tape. Ah, yes. And they leave. Suddenly a party breaks out. Tim Robbins finally has sex with Belinda. They're in a bubble bath. On camera, of course. Oh, yeah, because they film it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. His parents show up for yeah. no reason. They want to see his place. And it's interesting when they first yes. walk in to the office, even I was like, where are they? They're <laughs> like, too. I was like, this is like a no fooling legit yeah. business. There's two like marble face statues of of them and the it looks like an office space and like a legitimate downtown office space but then they walk through some other door and now we're in the loft and the party is happening again there's more limbo and that's when they see tim robbins in the bathtub in a bath in a giant bubble bath with belinda Uh he says hi mom and dad they are disgusted yeah they've had enough of this and later on did you notice that in the shootout in a different area not in the entryway where they had those busts a bust of john cusack is shot and it blows up and my thought was do they have multiples because this is not in that waiting room or entry they must have had several of these made and he's really Mm -hmm. upset when it's destroyed oh oh the guys oh 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 the secret (laughs) service shows up for this and it one point, Tim Robbins demands that they be paid in cash and donuts. Oh yeah, he wants donuts. So he's like, yeah. <laughs> he have a briefcase full of cash. Yeah. And Tim Robbins is very upset, and he goes, "Where are the donuts?" <laughs> and they have a separate briefcase full of donuts. It's That's part when of the I thought deal. there was. I thought there was going to be a whole briefcase switching thing, and they were going to mm-hmm. get the donuts. No, they just eat the donuts. It's fine. Yeah, no, and they love. No, them. go ahead, because this press conference. Are you going to talk about the press conference? 
Oh, like, no. Where there's like no. a college student as a reporter. I don't know. <laughs> this kid looks like he's 17, maybe yeah. 18. Yeah. Asking him about the size of his penis. Oh, yeah. And he's um, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll have a dick measuring competition with Gorbachev any day. And I was yeah. like, this sounds like Trump. Like, yeah, it does. Like, it's weird, right? Putin and I will hold a dick measuring contest. Is that your Trump? That's my, that's my Trump. Good. That's about pretty all good. I can do. But of course, then his goons show up with the tape, and of course it's the wrong tape. Yeah. We get to watch the... his funeral. Oh, no, no. It's the music video. Yeah. The real one with I, the fire I, and the flames. Yeah. I was kind of ready for this movie to end at this point. I was I mean, scratching I was head. totally done. The hitmen wanted... show up or the, the right. Secret Service show up and just start shooting. Just, yeah. just shooting. As we said, the swanky modes are there to shoot their video. Yeah. And and they're like, oh, these guys must want their money back. They must be really pissed with the music video we made. <laughs> and they, the swanky mode's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take the money to them. They're so eager to walk. Yeah. Just rounds of bullets flying through the windows. Uh-huh. They walk out. The guys look at the briefcase and they're like, well, this isn't what we want. It's just a bunch of money. And the swanky mode's take the briefcase <laughs> and just walk off. And John Cusack's narrating the whole thing. For us, as we, yeah. the audience, watch it, we get to hear John Cusack go, they're walking out with the money. They're yep. opening the briefcase. Yep. They're looking at it. They're giving it back. They look really pissed. The swanky modes are now walking away with our money. And now, I love this, because then for yeah. a little while, till the concert, we don't know if the swanky modes just kind of upped and left with the money yep. and it's going to leave them <laughs> high and dry. Yep. Which part of me was like, I think that's the better choice, Swanky Moe's. Swanky Moe's, yeah, you're not going to make it big. Yeah. Your time has come and gone. Yeah. These two are your biggest fans, and you need right. to leave it at that. Belinda yeah. walks outside, again, amidst yeah. gunfire, mm-hmm. yells at the Secret Service, yeah. and they get in their cars, and they leave. And they drive away. And I love it. Samantha's like, what did you, how did you get them to not kill us? And she was like, well. She doesn't but even tell it. Like, later, P.S. Later, we also find out who she is. Right. So Belinda is the daughter of the politician. That's yes. why the loft is free. Um, so maybe that's why when she came out and told them, what are you doing? They drove away. But we don't know that then. A hundred percent that's why. But like yeah. you said, we don't know that then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she even walks in and they say, how did you get them to leave? She doesn't answer their question. No. And that scene is over. So we yeah. as the audience mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. Mm-mm. I assume she never answered them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It all culminates in this big... The Menudo concert. A Menudo concert. <laughs> oh, my God. Where they decide that they're now going to steal the stage from Menudo for the swanky modes for some reason. Well, and then because they're going to... They're also going to, I was going to say podcast, they're going to telecast the right. concert, right, to many yeah. different nations all over the place and hopefully get those swanky modes kind of, yes. they're following back up. And again, you are flying high at this point. You've made a music video that the entire mm-hmm. world, the, I assume, music video critics, they all mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to sort of tank your career by co-opting a Menudo concert to just promote this band that the only the two of you love. Yeah. Were they going to we shoot a music video? Was this going to be... I remember watching MTV and hating 
the concert music videos. They were always oh. the worst. I hated them so much. They were usually long. Yeah, yeah. They were long and they were drawn out and they were boring because mm. it's just people performing on stage. It wasn't what you wanted to see. You wanted more of those videos. You you like so much the... Bon Jovi. There was Bon Jovi did that oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, they put on a good show. If you were a fan, I suppose. I guess you liked it better when Paul Abdul was dancing with a cat and a story was being told. <laughs> of course, or when Madonna pretended to be a cat and dumped oh, yeah. milk all over her own back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Yeah, just videos with cats or people pretending to be cats. That was, that was all jam. about it. <laughs> There's a fight. The Secret Service shows up. They're trying to oh, get the yeah. tape. The reporter's running around. The terrible father is dragged out of his car oh, and yeah. beaten, yeah. I assume, to death by security for some reason. Connie Stevens is there yelling. The security guards have grenades, too. The oh, Secret Service right. agents have grenades that they're yeah. throwing on stage. Danger. And everything culminates, in, or, or everything goes down in this control booth. Oh, yeah. Secret Service show up, all of them now. The presidential cigarette guy shows up, <laughs> says, give me the tape. Is this the right tape? Right. And, of course, Tim Robbins is like, you know what? You might want to check to make sure it's the right tape. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he does. Yep. He lets Tim Robbins Play this tape. Nobody says this might not be a good idea. No, nobody tries to stop it. No one on mm-hmm. his security team. Mm-hmm. And of course, it is, it's fast forwarded for some reason. Oh yeah, it goes in, yeah. Yeah, it's like in fast it goes speed. in fast speed. So I guess this is where we see Courtney Love in fast speed. Yeah. Whipping this guy and, you know, in some of them he's dressed like a bunny and other ones yeah. he's wearing a tutu and other ones he's in leather so this is being beamed out and broadcast around the world. Sure, yeah. Because a Menudo concert yep. was going to be seen around yeah, the world. Yeah. And when he finds this out, he realizes that his career as a politician is ruined. And he has a cry fest. He just starts crying. All of his Secret Service guys start crying, too. Yeah, yeah. everyone gets so sad, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, this is when we cut to an exterior shot of the White House. Oh, and that's when we get the voiceover of a alleged Ronnie Reagan. Ronald Reagan. He he doesn't want to meet this guy anymore. He's like, cancel uh-huh. the meeting with him, but uh, is there any way to slow down this day? <laughs> and this is when we find out that the congressman is Belinda's father. Yes, yes. All the while, we get these POV shots of... Of somebody running through the corridor to get on stage. And oh, everyone, yeah. security, everyone, they walk by are like, yeah, great, you're here, yay. Yeah. Is it Menudo? No, it's mm. the Swanky Modes. Swanky Modes hit the stage. Now, they do not show up with a briefcase full of money. So you know that they put that in the bank or something. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're not like, getting we're... that money back. Yeah, because this concert could go nowhere. So right. they're, Yeah. They kept the money, and they do a show. They do a show with the girls from the chicken commercial, too. Yeah, they show up. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a show-stopping number Amazing. at the end of this, where we uh-huh. hear the entirety of this song. That's, like, the movie, and, and the movie doesn't even end there. It just, it goes on for way too long. Because after this number, where the Swanky Moods are a huge hit. Yeah. The Menudo fans love it. Menudo fans, <laughs> huge Swanky Modes fans. Like yeah. the, the crossover, I had no idea. Uh-huh. John Cusack and Tim Robbins are arrested. The FBI oh, is yeah. there for airing pornography. Yeah. That is how this movie 
ends. Mm -hmm. And we then get a title card ending about how their case was thrown out. They were found not guilty, but they had a lot of old parking tickets, too. Yeah, they had outstanding traffic warrants. So they still did some jail time because of those. Yeah. And then, like you said, even after that, Uh, there's another Roscoe song coming at us to give us more information about what. I was yeah. ready for, and then there was an alien spacecraft. And oh, yeah, and then a meteor the fell down. Right. right, yeah, uh-huh. Nope. And no, then... no, we get the chicken guy again rapping, okay. summarizing the end of this movie. That is tape Suggested, recommended to us by Zeke. Thank you, Zeke, for showing us this movie, because I, I don't know how this escaped me. I don't know how I had never seen it Yeah. or heard of it. I had heard of it. I remember seeing the tape cover, the tape cover, the, the you know, I remember seeing it. It's a pretty good cover. Um, yeah, it is pretty fun cover. I don't know why I was never drawn to it because I had never seen it before. I think like you, had I maybe seen it in my earlier days, I mm-hmm. might have found a little more humor in it. Or if I was maybe a little less sober when I watched it, sure. I would have found a lot more humor in it. When I watched it, I was, again, I enjoy the two actors. I mm-hmm. enjoyed a lot of the silliness that happened. I enjoyed a lot of the music in it. It's chock full of music. But that subplot really kind of annoyed me. Yeah. And too much stuff happening. And again, first I was like, I'm glad that you still it because I was like, is it maybe because I'm watching the YouTube version that I'm... Things are spliced weird, but... No, um, I watched the non-YouTube version. I don't know that you missed anything. It was too confusing and too many, like, for me to really say I I enjoyed it. I'd say I gave it three stars. I'm glad I saw it. And again... Out of 25? Out of five. I'd say three out of five. Three out of five. Like, again, I didn't think it was terrible, and I saw the promise in it, and I see how people could dig it. But it was. I'd yeah. probably go a little less than you. I'd yeah. probably. I like it now. How we're rating things in stars. I'd probably give it two. You give five it two stars. out of five. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like I said to you before we started recording or, or stuff that the patrons heard and nobody else did, I really do. I feel like had I seen this when I was younger, I probably yeah. would have thought it was super funny. Yep. And just crazy off the wall nonsense, which mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. But it, most of it just doesn't stick. Most of it doesn't work. The tone of this movie is all over the place. Yeah. And there's just way too much going on. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't need all this. And I'm not saying yeah. chop it down to an hour and five minutes, but... That political subplot you totally didn't yeah. need. I don't think. You could think. have done so much more with these crazy video jobs yeah. that they got. And even with their... Di- like, I thought that together, the two of them had a nice... Sometimes a little off chemistry, but I thought they had a nice chemistry, so you could have even done more with that. And yeah. Well, what do you recommend? My recommendation, again, patrons already heard this, but my recommendation is uh, a movie that I think is very similar to this and mm-hmm. a movie if, let's say, somebody who's 51 would think of tape heads the way that somebody who's 41 would think of Half-Baked, which was made okay. exactly 10 years after this. Oh. But again, it's a movie that I loved in college. When I saw this, and it w- they would play it on Comedy Central every yeah. day, I think. Yeah. And it was so funny. It was so hilarious. It's just a bunch of stupid bits like this. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of, you know, guys down on their luck who accidentally make it big. Yeah. I'm sure it's Check terrible. Out. And I don't ever... I kind of don't ever want to watch the movie again. Because you want to keep the memory that you have of it. And uh-huh. also the in Half-Baked, the 
cameos are great. Like the cameo with Willie Nelson and John Stewart and yeah. um, Janine Garofalo, where they're yeah. just stoned, and it's so funny. Yeah, that that's my recommendation. Um, I don't necessarily know that it's a great movie and that people should really watch it, but I don't know. This movie reminded me of it. I like that. Yeah. What about you? I like that. Similar. You'll enjoy this recommendation, I believe. Um, it's not. It's not a movie, though. It's not a book either. <clears throat> it's a TV show. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a puppet people... show that a child <laughs> exactly. put on for me earlier today. <laughs> okay, so the show had three seasons, I believe. I'm going to recommend probably the first season because it has um, so. I'm just going to give like context clues and see okay. if you could guess. Oh, okay. So Good. it has like themes that happen through all the seasons. And in the first season, there's um, sort of this, this recurring theme about this band, the Tate brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recommend. Like, do you, I love the context clues. <laughs> just, just a few words. And then Tate brothers. <laughs> It's, it's from the 90s. It's the yeah. Upright Citizens Brigade. It's Matt Besser, Amy Poehler, um, Matt Matt Walsh. Yeah, Ian Roberts. And the first season is the one with the Bucket of Truth and the Poo Stick. The and best. again, the, the Little Donnie Charity oh. and the Tate Brothers. And um, again, I this, a lot of this movie reminded me of like a sketch comedy show. Sure. And this is a silly, off the wall, <sighs> sometimes you don't know what's going on, sketch comedy show that we, both you and I, loved Love in college. Loved that show. Loved in And college. I know there was probably more than one day where I saw Half-Baked and yeah. <laughs> Upright Sisters of yeah, so the, on really, the same day. <laughs> really, these recommendations go hand in hand. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's what I think this movie is. I think this movie is probably, and again, as I was saying before we started recording, I'm sure to Zeke and to a lot of other people, this movie probably has yeah. sentimental value. Yeah. You see a movie that isn't necessarily very good at a certain time in your life. Yeah. And you always gravitate toward it. Like, yeah. And so I and could again, see I that see with this. Totally. And the silliness yeah. that happens in this and the whole, or the music. Yeah. So... As though we, you know, haven't talked about Zeke enough, um, last year around the same time, he gave us a little movie called Cobra. That's right. So we watched Cobra, and I don't know if it was while well, we recorded that episode, the next episode, or even if we never said it to our audience, but we have started a new holiday. The Friday that falls before Thanksgiving... Mm-hmm. we're always going to do a Sylvester Stallone movie from now on <laughs> because we will be celebrating Sly's giving. Sly's giving. So happy Sly's giving, everybody. <laughs> I hope you sat, you know, and didn't eat turkey, just ate a big pile of HGH or something. <laughs> we are going to do a movie that the moment I decided we were going to do Sly's giving, I knew what movie I wanted to do first because it has been so long. It has been... Nearly three years since we have seen Dolly Parton. Oh. So we're going to do a little movie from 1984 called Rhinestone. Hello out there! How's everybody feeling tonight? Did you ever sing in front of a live audience before ever? Singing. No, never. I need a little work. Well, now, if you're going to sing country, you're going to have to think it, walk it, talk it, sleep it. 
it's going to be a lot different where we're going. Where are we going? Tennessee. This man's going to be a country singer. Dog. Dog. Oh, dog. That's country. That's rigor mortis. What's the matter? You're wrecking my dignity. I'm a cabbie. I'm not a rhinestone laundry bag. I mean, the first time I was ever on stage, I thought I was going to die. What'd you do? I threw up. Like a What are you, Jane Wayne? You gotta admit you're a strange-looking hero. Look at the way you dress. You look like a moving violation. Hey, y'all. This man's from New York. Bonza! Let's go. Wait, wait a minute. I'm supposed to say that. What's the difference? The difference is it's my horse. And I'll help you work hard if you help me. But you got yourself a deal, cowgirl. Tennessee, you've been a fine audience. All right. Where Dolly Parton is tasked with turning cab driver Sylvester Stallone into a country music superstar. This is going to be phenomenal. I feel it in my bones. I, this has real Sylvester Stallone singing in it. Singing real Re- country? Real, real Stallone oh music. Goodness. Like I've never seen it. I've heard so much about it. I had to watch a couple clips just to sort of like... Wrap your head around it? Yeah. Yeah. And it is as crazy and as just absolutely ridiculous as as you would think it is. As it should be. Yeah. So I guess we should say... I guess we could say that Cobra was our first Sly's Giving movie. Yeah. But now it's official. We're celebrating it it every year. Whatever Friday our show falls on that's before Thanksgiving, whenever in the month it is, we will always do a Sylvester Stallone movie. He's got plenty. He's got him. That's what we'll be doing in two weeks. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Go to our Patreon page, Good Times Great Movies. Wait, no. Patreon.com slash Good Times Great Movies. (laughs) That's what it is. And find us on Twitter, on Facebook. Like I said, if you're new to the show... Go on to uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. He'll read him. I won't, but he will. Nope. <laughs> Jamie's like, how does the internet work? Basically, <laughs> every time we start to record. It's kind of true. And we'll talk to you guys again in two weeks. Watch Rhinestone. Please watch Rhinestone. Please, please, please. I'm gonna. Please. I can't wait. I'm carving uh, into that slice giving. <laughs> <laughs> gonna hack off a big hunk of sly <laughs> with a side of dolly what a delight oh yes i know you're excited about that i'm excited about your dolly part impersonation to come out for our slide <gasps> oh, oh i my know God. the impressions i mean we have to do stallone and dolly part in a movie yeah. this is gonna be amazing <sighs> oh people also loved our main accents um, oh, the last one we got a lot of feedback regarding that. I couldn't stop doing that for the better part of the week. My husband was like, "It is not even a main accent." I'm like, "Yeah, it is." Right? Someone on Twitter just wrote, "I love those Catherine Hepburn accents you guys were doing." <laughs> it was sort of it very much. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks. That's right. And we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Flick and Elskar into me. Oh, oh, oh.
I like people's just input, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, we're not changing anything, so if you don't like it. No, I... Well, um, I don't know, Giggle Puss. Would I we don't... change anything? 